Kasha, owner and president of the Heads of the Modern Age, and I'd like to welcome you to episode two of the Dynasty League pod. Here with me today, we have two new guests, and we have a returning host and owner of the Millville Meteors, John Hulse. Hi. John, how are you doing today? I'm also the president, and in, in, I'm president of baseball ops and CEO of the Meteors, too. So you said that last time. You always forget to say that, and those are my titles, so you have to get those right. Okay. I'm going to um, let you say your titles from now on, then. We also have Jake Taylor. Formerly Jake Taylor, owner of the Appalachian Mud Eagles. And we have Zach Zerbato, who is the commish of the league. So welcome to you both. And how are you boys doing and, today? Uh, and I run the long balls. I just, just want to make sure we all well, say. you know, more yeah, clout with you get more clout right. if you're the commissioner though. So Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. How are you how are we doing, everybody? Excited to be podcasting? Of course. Sir, so let's just get right into it. First, we'll talk about roster updates. So, John, let's talk first. We'll talk about your trade with uh Sherm. So, you traded Tristan Cassis. So, I know you or no, you traded for Tristan Cassis, right? I honestly don't even remember this trade. It was Austin Hayes and Tristan Cassis. He wanted Austin Hayes for some reason, and I was like, okay, I picked up Austin Hayes as a free agent. I don't even really want him. <laughs> and he was like, I'll give you Tristan Cassis. I'm like, sure, I just traded you Cassis like a week earlier. But I'll take him back. <laughs> he, so that was that. I didn't really put much thought into it. Yeah. Austin Hayes had a poopy year last year. So, you know. We all do love our Red Sox prospects. Of course. Except oh, yeah. Zach. No one more than John. Exactly. <laughs> um. Then how, how about Jake? You made another deal. You This was with Sherm as well, right, where you got fried? Yeah. I, uh, I gave up uh, Patrick Corbin and um, prospect Trevor Rogers for Max Freed and um, – you know, all, all respect to share my fleeced him as I do. Yeah, you fleeced him. I like that trade a lot for you. Yeah. Prospect is a very generous nickname for Trevor Rogers. It is very generous. I don't even know who that is. He, he just pitches for the Marlins, yeah. right? He's, a, I mean, yeah, he's, he's on my got team talent. He was a first round pick, but. If his name isn't I mean, Sixto, I, I don't know who he is. He means nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you traded my uh, longtime uh, love interest, Patrick Corbin, that I've been going for for months. <laughs> <laughs> Should have been an old head, but. You know, if he's, uh, he's going to give me free, he's just a bad head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's a head who lacks spin rate. Exactly. Then, um, we might want to save some of this for Danny, but he made a big deal with uh, the Cavalcade for uh, where he, he traded Bichette and Snell for Scherzer, Marte, Diaz, and McNeil. He threw in, threw in Happ and Hicks, too. What do you guys think of that one? What? When did that happen? Like, you didn't know week? that? No. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what was yeah. the deal? Danny got Scherzer, Kettle Marte, Edwin Diaz, Jeff McNeil for J.A. Happ, Boba Shett, Blake Snell, and a Hicks. I'm not sure which Hicks. I mean, Jordan. Yeah, I have, was it Jordan? I have Jordan Hicks. Yeah, you have Jordan. It might have been Aaron. No, he, he it was for Jordan Hicks, and then Danny dropped him after. Well, that's interesting. So, at first, yeah. I didn't really like the deal that much, but... um. You know, I look at it now. Cattell Marte is good. Jeff, you know, when Jeff McNeil is good, he gets he gets pitching back. So, yeah, it's, 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 I, I feel like he could have gotten. It's not a terrible deal, but I feel like he could have gotten something better out of a both both Bichette Yeah, I can't but believe he dealt Bichette and Snell. Yeah, yeah. Two I don't really get trading Bichette. Um, I mean, if Scherzer comes back and Scherzer is a Cy Young guy in twenty twenty one, and Cattell Marte is playing like close to MVP, <clears> like he can. It could help Danny in twenty twenty one. Even with McNeil, he could produce as much as Bichette yeah, would. McNeil can hit. Is Scherzer really going to return to that form though? 
That's the question. He's so. an old head. For I'm sure. not buying it. He's picking up a little risk for a win now move, but then again, yeah. he's made some questionable trades, so he may have uh, made his life harder before making it easier here. She was a Yankee yeah. in 2021. Yes, oh, sir. Okay. Just kidding. Everyone's a Yankee in 2021. <laughs> Everybody's a huge Mike Yankee. Mike Trout is a Yankee in 2021. Uh, just kidding. So, Jake, uh, are we good? Hmm? Are we still beefing? No, we're good now. We're good? Okay. Because we should talk about that. I'm still, still going to call you guys the tandem of cowardice, but yeah, we're good. <laughs> the uh, the mobile meteors yeah. don't have a no, no statement at this time. <laughs> no statement. Can't speak. Um. <laughs> So, well, Jake, you, what what were you thinking when you, or at least what were you, what did you want to do? Why did you bring up that rule of not talking about trades before you do them? So, you know, I, I had Loosh coming to me with a couple <coughs> trades, and I was on Discord with Danny at the time, and there were about mm-hmm. trades in which Danny would, would just absolutely fleece Loosh. And, you know, it put me in a position where it's like, you know, Loosh is my friend, and Danny's my friend, so what do I do? And then that also made me think, man, if this is so, this is a fantasy baseball league in which we're all general managers of our team and presidents of baseball operations and CEO. Why? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So why why should everyone be allowed to just ask other GMs for advice? Like, is the, is the point not who can be the best GM and build the best team? Like, if we're all giving, like, you know, if if everyone's you know impacting decisions on other teams. It's not really shown who has a, who has the most GM talent. I mean, I get what you're saying, but I mean, if you want to ask for advice, if you like, you can ask for advice. Do G- yeah, I mean, are you certain that actual GMs don't ask each other for advice? Are you positive yes. about that? I don't think GMs. I mean, unless no, I I don't see GMs who are about to pull off big deals going and like asking other GMs about their input. I think it's Maybe definitely a possibility. Though. I think they definitely they definitely have friend GMs who they talk to about like deals that have happened or like players like yeah. what do you think of this guy? Maybe they don't specifically say I'm making this deal with this other guy because they're worried he might snipe it, but I'm sure they talk about it in some form. I yeah, think they do. It could be. Or like like a Ben Charrington type guy who was with the Red Sox for a while and then went to the Pirates and like Heimblum could call him up and be like, What did you think about this guy going through the system and stuff like that? So mm-hmm. I think that stuff happens, but yeah. Uh, I mean, I, get, I definitely get where you're coming from, though, Jake. Appreciate it. Um, okay, let's move on since we have the commissioner here. Let's ask <coughs> him some El Comisier type questions. So, <laughs> first off, Zach, what did you think of our whole saga about roster expansion? Like, of the three plans, which was your favorite, and are you happy where we ended up? So, uh, I know I, I listened to the last one, and I thought it was pretty funny just because when you guys were talking about it. So, uh, yeah, I didn't really care. Like, in the end, like, all it is is my name as the commissioner. Like, I don't really have any more say than you guys. So, I didn't really care. Uh, I think Mar- I think you had a good plan, Kosh. I think John came up with uh, – came to me and you with Martin's plan. And I didn't yeah. care. Like, I, I just – I mean, I'm really, really big on prospects. It's, it's kind of sad. So, uh, I, w- I kind of just wanted – like a spot for them to be on the teams. And I thought 20, well, I think we were 25 last year. Mm-hmm. I thought 25 was way too small. Like it was really hard to keep prospects on your team and also feel the team. Like, yeah, like, I think we all agreed. With yeah. That. So uh, the, that's the reason why I did. Uh, I wrote some notes here. Um, well, that's the reason why I did 32. Because I was like, we, mm-hmm. we have two on that Google sheet. That was horrible. 
There were, the only reason that I did that Google sheet was because we couldn't, ex- I couldn't expand the rosters. That I hated that yeah. Google sheet. I can't. I had people text me every single day <laughs> that they added a prospect and dropped one, and then Danny would text me the next day and say he added the same guy that this guy. Was <laughs> and I'd be like, "What the heck are we doing?" So uh, I, I'm gonna be honest. Halfway through the year, I stopped putting their names on the sheet and just said, "If you picked him up and he's not on the sheet, then he's yours." And just look through other people's texts to see if I still had him. Like I had a notes app that was like last updated like before the season started. So I'm glad we worked it out and no one really had problems besides Danny drafted Mackenzie Gore after I had him for two whole years. Yeah. But you know, that was, How that was a little annoying. How could you expect to draft Mackenzie Gore and be like, ah, yeah. that's good. I'm, I did a right? good job. We, right? And yeah. no, no one about... picked Mackenzie Gore up until the sixth round. Yeah, he's number one picking prospect, prospect in baseball. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, he's just there. Like, we're, get, yeah. we're getting freaking, I don't know. I, I'm going to say Nelson Cruz because I remember Kosh was talking about people are picking up Nelson Cruz and Mackenzie Gore, who's like 22, yeah. is just sitting there. No one wants to grab him. This is the second straight, second straight Cruz's episode son. we're shitting on Danny for that. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's going to become a podcast uh, theme. We're just going to talk a lot of crap about Danny. That was really fine. funny. It's though. kind of, kind of broad. I'm sure there will be more opportunities in the future to talk about Danny. I know there will be when we get to matchup projections. I know there will um, be when he starts picking up 45 pitchers a week. <laughs> I know there's going to be some. I, wanna... I was looking at the acquisitions. He's I've acqu- I've made like four. He's already made like 30. Yeah, I was just going to say that, Kosh. <laughs> I was just looking at that page because I didn't even know there was one of them. He's got crazy amounts of accusations. He's unbelievable. And he he has like a rotation of five guys that he just drops tags every day. <laughs> I, know, I think he's – such I think Mont- Montgomery or someone was on that last year. Like Jordan Montgomery mm-hmm. would be on the waiver wire every four days and in the fifth day yeah. pick him up and use him. And yeah. no one wanted him because we had 25 players. No one wanted to drop a guy for Jordan Montgomery. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel like he like just does it so nobody knows who's actually addable and not so he can like hoard multiple guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Last year checking the waiver wire for yeah. Jordan Montgomery. And like last our year, rosters I... were 25 and Danny's were like 52. Yeah. Without <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. So one more commissier question: Who in the league gives you the most headaches? I think I know the answer, but go ahead. Um. So I'm gonna go. I'll give two answers. So I don't want to keep picking on Danny. Um. Before the draft, it was definitely uh, Mr. Mets had over here, Jake Taylor. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. When I when I saw, That's so fair. I lo- That's I fair. got first pick. I stuck last year, whatever. But when I saw that you had the first 38 picks, and then it was, and then it was me, Team Zerbato. I was like, it's all messed up. Now I have two picks in a row. Like, what the heck are we doing? And then I was yeah. like, Lucian was Team Zerbato. So I was I was freaking out. I was so angry because I was like, what? Oh my gosh. I was like, yeah. what the heck's going on? Why am I twice? Why is Jake 30 times? <laughs> and then if we're going in the season, I'm going to be honest. Danny oh. will text me to start a conversation. We'll talk about the Yankees. Next text. Hey, so you want Glaber Torres? Danny. <laughs> Danny, we're not even talking about Glaber. <laughs> We're talking about like basketball, and then he only, he only texts me to like try and make a trade. And he thinks I think he thinks he's sly about it. So last time I called him out, and I was like, "Bro, you only hit me up when you want to make a trade." He's like, "Hey, like he's like a uh, master at my craft or something like that." Well, then he's like, like, "Then he's like, I can see him on your team. He's one of your boys. I can just feel it. It's just right. He's, not, he's supposed to be on your team." Dude, he knows I love Glaber. Like that's my guy. But and then he do, and then I get a trade. I get a trade request every single day. Like today, he just offered Carrasco and Woodruff for Walker Bueller. 
Ah, uh, he's he ridiculous for uh, Lucas Giolito. Carlos Carrasco's eighty-six, and Brandon Wolford plays <laughs> on the, the Brewers. <laughs> I got a uh, Woodruff Manaya, some random prospect on the Reds for Kershaw, and uh, one of my. Oh, I, have a, I have a pending deal right now. <laughs> I yeah, don't want to Dolo, Danny. I like Giolito. <laughs> I literally had never heard of him in my life before Danny offered to be him fair, to me. I love Dolo. He's nothing to me. I am a Nick Lodolo fan, but are you? It's you should tell yeah, Danny. He's a yeah, he's a big lefty. Oh. Big lefties. Oh, he's been trying to trade me McNeil and Cattell Marte for like two weeks straight, like constantly. And because he, he wants to get run, he keeps <laughs> offering me like Woodruff, Yaz, Goldschmidt, Marte for Rendon, Buxton, and Cruz. <laughs> It's like, guy, that's just not like he's he, he offers not every every Yankee on his team is who he, he offers me Voight Urshela and Glaber for like <laughs> for for Walker Bueller and Tatis. Yeah, no, and uh, no, he is uh, Tatis. Yeah. And Jose Ramirez. Danny, no, not every there's gonna that's be one off day every two weeks, every week or whatever that no one on my team is gonna play because I'm gonna have a yeah. roster full. Oh, I have that. I'm gonna have that issue with the White Sox. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I have a lot of White Sox players. I got a couple Blue Jays, but my team's pretty balanced. <laughs> no, I love I love how Danny always is in it. That's the one thing I like. Like I was gonna say that the commissioner stuff, like all this stuff, makes it so much fun. Oh, this yeah, it. extra yeah, makes right. it so much fun. Like when we played with ball, when we did like money to the MVP, like it just it just made yeah. it so oh, just man, made it so was, much more fun. They, for what reason they got so upset? I will yeah, never really know. Really I will bad. never know why someone could get so upset. <laughs> About giving MVPs and Cy Youngs and in Wiffle Cy, Young, Cy Youngs might have been over the top, bro. But I no, was that was like, no, that was hilarious. We should have. That was cool, yeah. Because especially in Wiffle Ball, because one person's basically yeah. yeah. Just yeah. Be if we did comeback player of the year, that would have been a little over the top. <laughs> Dude, you, <laughs> yeah, that you guys literally could have added any word you want. I would have been so down to do it. You could have added like six yeah, men of the year fine. somehow. <laughs> I would have done it. Gold gloves, catcher of the year. Just give one of the chairs. Can we just imagine? though, can we just imagine if Danny was a real like MLB GM? And he'd be hitting up like, like Brian Cash. He'd be like, "Yo, I want, I want Clayton." <laughs> Brian Cash, like, Dude, shut up. Danny. He would be no, no GM they would, would like him. He would have no ties yeah. because they, up like the GM. The other twenty nine teams would just like come together. Trout. His phone bill would be full through the roof because he'd just yeah. be on the phone all day, yeah. calling everywhere. The other twenty nine teams would probably like have to. Just, they just come together and agree. Like nobody trades. Yeah. Create a union. His numbers blocked until the trade deadline. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Hey, to be fair though, the guy did win it all last year, and he's looking like he's gonna win it all again. Yeah, no, I'm not. No, after fiction, I'm calling fiction on that. Hey, we'll see, man. I have no reason to win it all. Nah. We should have a we should have a Sherm segment just breaking down the trades, man. Like I really do. I love Sherm is really like I, he's such a good guy. Like I really really like him. But like man, he's really giving me George Springer for Ryan Mountcastle and David Fletcher. I mean, come on. And then giving up it, Dustin May for the other Will Smith, so he could just have both. Just, <laughs> just so we can have a, make a meme about it. <laughs> uh, man, I would like to hear those. Okay, I think we're ready. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's episode three. We'll talk to him about that. Um, so let's move into a rundown on the South Side Long Balls for 2021. So I got three questions for you. First one is, do you expect to compete in 2021? I mean, yeah. If we're being honest, I think everyone, we're not in it to lose money. 
And you think about it, every year we're mm-hmm. putting money on the table, so it's not like no one wants to lose. Like, I mean, I don't know if Sherm understands that, and he's setting up for 2029. <laughs> but uh, so he's going to lose 60 bucks before he makes 10 back. Yeah. But um, but nah. I mean, yeah, I I, I expect to be good. Last year, I was I had a really good first two weeks. I'll say that until I die. Um, I had a really good two weeks, and then I fell off the map. So if we keep those two weeks up, I think my pitching. I know. This will run into the next topic, but uh, so I'm sorry for that. But um, that's all good. Just go I know right my into it. my pitching obviously was my weakness. John kind of tugged my heartstrings there, <laughs> dude. Keller. I picked him. I picked him up for the last week and then just forgot about him. Brad, Keller. I don't know. I, there's no reason for Brad Keller to be on my team. He was the projected the number one starter for the Royals. Yeah, yeah no, exactly. But uh, oh boy, but yeah, I think my pitching's got better. I kind of worked the wire a little bit. I mean, not I'm not the biggest fan of Domingo, but uh. He's had a really good spring. Not that that means anything in the world. I would rather have Davey Garcia with a five-starter, but he has, like, looked very good. So I picked him up. I know Andrew Heaney is on that great, that great Angels rotation. Woo. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> a good pickup. I like – I was going to pick up Andrew Heaney. That's a good pickup. No, yeah, no, no, he's not yeah, bad. That's guy. a good pickup. That rotation just sucks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're, um, they're bad. He's, I saw a thing that he needs the only guy to qualify for the ERA title for the last four years. For Bundy? Bundy or something. Didn't? No, like all uh, four maybe. years. Nobody else is qualified. But no yeah, players. I mean, like, I got a couple of guys that are opening day starters. Not that that means anything. <clears> but uh, and Walker, I'm going to be honest, Walker Bueller probably should be for the Dodgers. I know Kershaw is. But uh, yeah, I would Bueller say, I would say Bueller's probably the best guy in there. You can't, you can't really count the Dodgers, though, for that because they have not only Bueller, but they have Kershaw yeah. and they have Bauer now, too. Yeah, but yeah, then they have, have three opening day starters. Yeah. <laughs> but then I, I have Lamette, who. Would be the opening day starter if he wasn't. I think he's a little pushed back a little bit. Sonny Gray, Marco Gonzalez, um, Herman Marquez. And yeah, those are my those are my ones. So, I that's mean, really not a bad staff, man. That's no, really and, not. and yeah. Andrew Heaney. Yeah, and, that's... Uh, I got Zach Davies off the waiver wire, which I thought was pretty big pickup, too. He had a good um, year. Danny's, Danny's, yeah, Danny's been gonna... throwing him in. He's like a Cunha and Davies for uh, Taylor Torres. I'm like, um, but yeah, I like my lineup. I can hit, man. I uh, so I was gonna strike out 386 times this year. So uh, after I tried to trade him to every team, I don't know. I think it was Jake that said, "I love you, man," but just drop him. And so I was like, because no one wanted him. So I was like, "All right." So I dropped him. I put DJ at first, and I got Moose at the uh, second base shortstop. I saw that. That was a, a good pickup. Pick yeah, and then uh, I thought Ben Intendi even was a pretty good pickup. I was surprised yeah. he's still there, and uh, now that he is, uh, now that he's still in the Reds, I mean the Royals. Um, Man, I mean he, Damn. I don't know he's projected to be pretty Whatever. good. He sucks, <laughs> Zach. I'm, I we watched him for we watched him last year. He sucks. <laughs> no, I know he's gonna. I think I he's gonna be pretty good. The last year, he was. It was literally the worst good. season I've ever seen. Like. Anyone like out of people our age, major leaguers, T ball players, yeah. the worst season I've ever seen anyone have ever. I mean, I could have went what? there and went like, yeah, gotten like one less hit than him, which is, yeah, yeah. I mean, he probably had like single digit hits that season. He was, he was like, he started the season like two for 40, I swear. It like, really I could bad. do that. I can start the season 0 for 40. Not that big of a difference. It's <laughs> <laughs> only a two hit difference. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I don't know. I think my team's pretty good. I know we're pretty young. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had two guys that were in the rookie year candidate uh, race for a while in Grisham and Kyle Lewis. Yeah. So, uh, 
I dropped Kyle Lewis. That's on me. You dropped Kyle Lewis, really? He, yep. And they John dropped Justin May. So then wow. I picked up May for last year, and May gave me two well, starts, I have, and I was like, see I have, May, I have May again, so. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, he came back full circle. Full circle, nice. Congrats, John. <laughs> okay, so last questions for the long balls rundown. What are you going to do to make sure you compete in 2025? All right, well, again, me big on my prospects. I made a list. So I'll go over uh, – it'll be quick. I won't, I won't take too much of your time. But, uh, I mean, so we're going to start in the pitching staff. Mackenzie Gore, number six prospect in baseball. I mean, by 2025, you'd think that Gore's not coming up this year. And then next year he could. And if he does, that moves Paddock out of the rotation. That was the big reason why it was fine with training Paddock. So, uh, I mean, Gore will definitely help me out by 2025. We got um, uh, Whit Merrifield that John wanted to trade for, Bobby Witt. Um, number seven prospect in baseball. I mean, they're talking about bringing him up this year. So by 2025, he'll be a seasoned veteran. Uh, Eloy Jimenez, I got I got Ronald Cunha, who's an absolute beast. Kyle Lewis, Trent Grisham. Uh, Alex Kirloff, he didn't have a – I didn't think he had a bat in the regular season. They brought him up for the playoffs. I mean, that's how much they like him. So that's got kind of reassuring to know that this team likes him that much. They'll bring him up in the biggest spot. Uh, Luis Capusano, I know for the Padres, they have, like, no real – all their catchers are aging. And he's been playing a lot of first base, too, in spring training. So, I mean, they kind of got him on the fast track once he gets his stuff together to go to the major leagues. So, I mean, if I, if I got Capusano to be a catcher for the, near, for the future after Gary uh, hits 86 home runs this year and then never plays baseball again, I'd be fine with that. And then uh, Mar- Marco Luciano for the, po- uh, the Giants, they got Brandon Crawford at short. I know Brandon Crawford's pretty old. He's still gross. So, you can see Marco Luciano being up by like 2023. 20, is what I've read. Maybe 2024. He's still pretty young, but he's fast. And then um, then I got Lamette. Lamette's Lamette. I didn't even know who Danielson Lamette was when I picked him. I picked him pretty late. I picked him 193rd overall, the 25th round. And uh, he was my best pitcher last year. So that was awesome. And then I got Brandon McKay. Uh, he's not going to pitch in front of any fans, even without a <laughs> pandemic. But... Um, <laughs> No, I like Brandon McKay. He's versatile. I didn't know he was a two-way player. I also didn't know that him and uh, – I'm drawing out his name now. He's on your team, Kosh. He won the uh, rookie of the year. Cronenworth? Um, Jay Cronenworth. Him and Cronenworth were both on the Rays as two-way players. I did not know that. Yeah, Cronenworth's Mm -hmm. got a nice Yeah, Cronenworth was a pitcher. I I didn't know they were both on the same team, which is kind of weird to see. that is crazy. But, uh, yeah, Yeah, I I just went through essentially every guy that wasn't over 28 on my team. But, um, yeah, I think we're pretty good. I think by 2025, hopefully these younger guys that I got at the end of my bench, um, my bench is kind of just full of top 100 prospects. Like, everyone's benches. I'm not saying mine's any different. But I really like the upside. And once I work out this pitching rotation and kind of fill out the spots, I got some aging guys. They'll be changed out. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I think by 2025 we could be a uh, top force. So basically, it sounds like you got your core laid out already for you. Your next core is already there. It's just maybe yeah. a piece or two around it. And that was just a long-winded four-minute way of saying that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I like that though. I like the I like the, yeah, I like thanks. the DD. Um. Okay, so let's go to Jake now. Same three questions. First off, do you expect to compete in twenty twenty one? Um, I think I'm one of the best teams in this league. Um, uh, Danny's the only guy who hunts the waiver wire like me. Um. 
You know, I off waivers I got a Rosarina, Teoscar, um, Corbin Burns, who put up a Cy Young year last year. So my waiver wire pickups have been doing very well. Um, you know, I, just, I look at my roster. I'm like, man, I got a lot of good pitching now. And there goes Jake. We will patiently await his return. Fishing. Yep, he says he's got good fishing. One of these times, somebody's going to say no to the question, do you expect to compete this year? Or not? I don't know. We'll see when I don't, Colby I don't even think here. Colby will say that. I, I think it's just, I, I don't know. My guess is he'll say yes, but I, I want, I'm interested to now see Now that he hears it, he no. can just say whatever he wants. He's, he's, he's going to be ready for it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, it is what it is. So while we wait for Jake, let's let's skip a topic. Oh wait, is that Jake back? Jalen. Jake, are you Jalen? All right, I'm back. Hey, that works. J- yeah, Jake, I, don't, I don't know why that happened. But... Okay, so we got you. Or do you expect <laughs> to compete? What do you got for your strengths and weaknesses? Um, <laughs> I can hit really well. I can pitch really well. I know, right? That's a lot of strengths. That sounds like a team that's I'm just kind of old, which sucks, but um, it's all good. We'll we'll yeah. work that out after. So what's how are you going to compete in 2021? 2025, you mean, or 2021? Uh, no, yeah, 2025. Good. Sorry, what are you going to do to make um, sure you in 2025? You know, all all the the really high prospects were already picked up, so I'm kind of left with in in a situation where I I, I got to make do with what I have. So, you know, I do have Alec Bohm, who's going to be a superstar, which is exciting. I do have Jordan if he doesn't get hurt. You know, he'll be he'll, he'll be a star too. Dylan Carlson, Cabrian Hayes. Yeah, just don't, just don't put him in the field. Dylan Carlson, <laughs> who's already, you know, my that, that's the thing with my prospects. They're already coming up. So, uh, you know, I don't really have too many useless, like, spots on my bench for this year and the future because Cabrian Hayes already has this, the starting job at third. Dylan Carlson's going to play the outfield. And then J.J. Bladey's got, like, a year or two left, but he'll be up. And, of course, Tanner Houck, future ace of your Boston I mean. But, you know, the team's going to look absurdly different in in the future. I'm going to have to – I'm probably going to have to sell low so I can get younger. But, you know, we'll see. Yep. Just got to find somebody to please. That's really what it's all about. (laughs) Okay. So, I think we're ready. Let's move on to our next topic, which is our uh, pop culture for the day. So, March Madness. What did you guys – what did you guys – what was your favorite game oh, yesterday man. that you watched? I think I know the answer. There but... were a lot of good games. Wow. Personally, yeah, mine, of course, course was the course. Florida Vatech game. Yep. Because we won. It went into overtime. I, I was so mad at Anthony DeRuji, though, when he missed those free throws. But also, just like as a normal observer, having not watched a game, match around this game in two years, I was so excited. So there would be yeah, that game. There, oh, man. There were so many good games. Then of course the Ohio State Oral Roberts game was just a wonderful. Yeah, and that was I did I did pick that in my like best bracket that I made. I did pick that because I knew Oral, I knew Ohio State was a bunch of frauds. Yeah, there's terrible. There's no boy, reason for Oral Roberts to be a what what were they a fifteen or twelve? Yeah, they had the number one score yeah. in the country. I yeah, don't know how. there was no reason mm. for that. No, that boy's a baller. They're not beating Florida though. Yeah, I don't think they are either, but. <laughs> North um, Texas over Purdue was such okay, a good game. So, oh my gosh, what a game! Yeah, that was a good one. I had I didn't even think Purdue, uh, Purdue had a really? chance to lose. Wow. Yeah, I just I just didn't see anything for North Texas. Like I thought, Villanova I was going to lose the Winthrop and stuff, but and I could have seen the Oregon State yeah. Tennessee coming. 
I I had Purdue in my Sweet 16 because, because I just assumed that Villanova wasn't going to be good enough to beat them. Yeah. They were going to win, but oh well. How did you guys do bracket-wise yesterday? I went 12-4 and four on the day, so pretty good. Okay. I think I was 11-5. and five. It was all right. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. I started 9-0. and oh. I was so excited, and then I just kind of – Kind of stumbled at the end. Once you once UNC got blown out, things went downhill. I lost the UNC one. I had the Rutgers game. Yeah, the last yeah. set was not great for me though because I got the Villanova. Yeah, the I got game, the so. uh, Villanova. I I picked Morehead State over West Virginia, which I this when I submitted my bracket, I I instantly was like, man, I probably shouldn't have done that. They're so good. That was so <laughs> stupid, but yeah, I think I have West yeah, Virginia as they the should be. Losing to, I think I'm losing to Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State did not play very good yesterday, but Liberty also just played out of their mind. They did so not. I can't even, can't even say. Yeah. And if they can beat a decent Liberty team with Cade, yeah. Cade only scoring one point in the first half, yeah, I sure. like their uh, prospects. Yeah, I got. Um. So who who do you guys have on upset alert on Saturday? Today I today? got. Let me see. The Bonnies are going to be LSU. Um. Yeah, I got it. Santa yeah. Barbara is going to be great. And that's what I was going to say, Jake. I think you Creighton, but I think UCSB is going to win. I don't think Ohio's going to win, but I think they really might. So watch out. Ohio's my my favorite pick. I I'm not. Well, I'm less confident in the Gauchos than I am in Ohio. Just yeah. Virginia sucks. But Gauchos are very good. I also I think I have Ohio in the Sweet Sixteen beating uh, who is it Villanova or not Villanova wow. Creighton in the second round. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. That was another me being too bold as I got ready yeah. to submit the bracket. I, got, I think I had UCLA over BYU, but, too. Oh, well. Yeah, that's a good one. I don't think I BYU, got Mar- BYU is overhyped. And I think Georgetown yeah, Maryland. Maryland. I got Maryland over UConn. I got Colorado pretty no late. I, got, I do, bro. I got Colorado Ooh. pretty late. I got Colorado in my Elite Eight. If, if, I thought, if it wasn't for the amazing Georgetown, I would definitely pick them to beat Florida State and then probably Michigan, too. I don't. I just. I don't know. Florida if State has a cakewalk into the Sweet Sixteen, and even the Elite Eight. They are. They can. They have. They're on like the Michigan side of the bracket. Michigan's like the worst one seed ever. Yeah. Without Isaiah Livers too. Michigan's they a are not a good one, one seed, seed at all. Yeah. It, there's three of the scariest one seeds in a long yeah, time. Yeah, I know, right? Like. No, but I even like Baylor is kind of weak just because we don't know how they come back. I'm not COVID. huge on Baylor, but Illinois. I do have Illinois losing to. Um, Loyola Chicago next round, so Loyola, yes, sir, let's hope me the too. In-state little brothers can get it done. Gotta, Gotta believe in the Rams. Just a gene. Yep. We lost. We lost John, so we we'll continue without him for a little bit. Um. So for upcoming, we'll start with Jake. So your first five matchups for the season are me week one, Cavalcade week two, Pomeranians week three, Danny week four, and then Lucian. Week five. What do you think your record is going to be after well, five weeks? It'll guaranteed be three and two because the only two people that I might lose to are you guys. I mean, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna beat Lush, mm-hmm. especially after he traded Woodruff. I'm gonna beat Lush. Um, the Cavalcade's good. But yeah. I just I, I just think I'm like I think I'm better enough to beat them, and the Pomeranians are just not a competitive game. So. <laughs> yeah, I think you know, that's I, a fair I, assessment. I hope I can take one from um, you, one from Danny, maybe. But yeah, you know, if I if mm-hmm. I start three and two, I, I can I would, live with that. Yeah, if you came out four and one, I would say I wouldn't say you're in the playoffs, but you got yeah, pretty a four good, and a four good and one start would really would be awesome. Yeah, I really like the way our schedule looks this year too because yeah. you just play everybody three times, and that's yeah. the entire schedule. So 
No one's gonna get screwed by mm-hmm. scheduling, really. No one's gonna get screwed. So like nice. everyone gets and to play get... the Pomeranians three times. Everyone gets to play Luge three times. Yeah. And you get a yeah. season series against everybody, yeah, so nice. you get bragging rights. Yeah, I think you're going to be either two and three or three and two. I don't think you're probably not going to be me and Danny. I think you versus Cavalcade will be a battle, but I think you will beat yeah. the Pomeranians and Lucian. Um, how about, okay, let's go to Zach. This is your first five week schedule. You got John, Danny, Lucian, Cavalcade, me. You have so a you got to Because you got to yeah. play the top three teams um, in the first five weeks. Yeah, I don't know. I know I'll say this before John gets back on, but. Uh... <laughs> I think we're both going to say we're going to beat each other. That's just we're all competitive. Yeah. That's all we say. So, um, I don't know. I, I think since I'm really front loaded, if I can go three and two or two and three, I think that's fine. I think where I, if I go one and four, which I don't think I will, um, that's where I'm kind of tough, but three and two, two, two and three. To start the season. Yeah. yeah. But like, like we said, like how it's set up with everyone playing each other three times, everyone's going to run through that. Yeah, um, you'll, yeah, we'll all get our patch mm-hmm. where it's like a tough three, at least yeah. tough three game stretch. Yeah, I don't know. I could see myself two and three, three and t- if I'm three and two when I come through that, I'm I'm flying high. I don't think anyone's beating me the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That would be Especially coming from last place, I still don't know how that happened. If I'm being like 100 percent honest, <laughs> yeah. I, I I did my lineup every day. <laughs> I don't think Lu- one person didn't do the lineup once in the whole year, and he finished before me. Um. Yeah, he beat L- me Lucian, somehow. Um, <laughs> I don't know if Lucian even knew it was going on half the time. I don't Lucian think he literally did... had like eight guys on his bench and like yeah, four not. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, four, yeah, yeah. When I was doing like um, the rosters, I was kind of going through and just doing like doing projected rosters. I looked at, I think it was Lucian's team, and everyone was on the bench, and I was like, "Bro, how did you play a season? Yeah, you didn't have anyone in there." <laughs> but yeah, two and three, three and two. I think it'll be fine. We'll work it out. Yeah. Um, yeah, looking at it, I see, yeah, I probably see, it's definitely probably two or two and three. You beat Lucian, and you're in a battle with Cavalcade, but I give you- don't think I'm beating Johnny? And who knows, maybe- What about you? You could surprise me. I think it's possible. What about you? I think- Dude. I think of of the three of us, the one you can- John has a triple-A lineup, man. We we aren't forgetting about that. He literally has a lineup of minor Especially in the first couple weeks, John may be at risk while people- Yeah, those first weeks are going to be tough to John when Kalanick- Because Kalanick's not coming up opening day. He'll be up late April. Yeah. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, you got a lineup of minor leaguers. It's tough. It's tough to compete. He's got a great staff. I'll give him We'll see what happens to them. He's really just going to have guys who are just Mm -hmm. not- in Liz lineup, he's gonna have like three guys who just aren't playing like every day for the first month, which is yeah. brutal. That'll it'll be something, but then you got tw- we got twenty one yeah, matchups, time. so you can start pretty bad. You can, you could start zero yeah. seven and find yeah, a way back into the sure. playoffs. I think I think I was going through this when I was trying to come up with a scenario where I don't make the playoffs to write a blog post about, and I think the playoff mark is gonna be like eleven, twelve wins. What are we talking about? The, so. the middle of this league is really competitive. <laughs> We're cur- currently we're talking about what the mark is. How many, How many weeks are there? Playoffs this year out of twenty-one. Twenty-one weeks. You play every oh. three times. Oh, I don't know. What did you guys say? I said. I was going to say twelve. 12. Yeah. 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 I don't think it's going to be too high because I think it's going to be this like the four through seven or four through six are just going to beat up yeah. by Wait, each other. Wait, what's the bracket? What's the playoff bracket? <clears throat> It's so. the same as last I mean, year. Did our divisions so. change? Like, yeah. did we shift no. divisions? No. No. We could, I was going to propose if you guys wanted no, to do it, so. like, every couple of years just to, like, keep it fresh. Yeah. But then I saw the schedule and saw that uh, – mm-hmm. 
uh, we all played each other three times. Because I feel, yeah. I feel like I was in a different division. Yeah. So, no, nah, it was always. It, uh, no, nah, I, I, I didn't it's change anything, so I don't think it did. But um, yeah, it's it's the top four yeah. teams make it, and then uh, the bottom whatever mm-hmm. don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's just the yeah. top two seeds of the division yeah, winners. I mean, it's the two division winners and the two second place yeah, teams. So, so my division is me, Jake. Pomeranians and Cavalcades. That means you two, Danny, and Lucian. Yeah, t- you guys have a much more balanced division. Yeah, you guys' division Wait, so is a battle me? for the battle. Danny yeah, it's, it's the Pomeranians, Jake, Jaden, and, and Coach. Yeah, versus me, John, Cavalcade. Danny. Oh, Zach, Lucian. it's going to be a battle between me you, and Danny, I feel like. Yeah. Lucian, I think Danny's uh, got that. Division. So Didi's ball is going to end up in the bottom, I feel like. But <laughs> he, dude, he traded Brandon Wardruff. He was really starting to look in the right direction, and he was just talking to me about how I'm I got screwed on pitching last year. It's not going to happen this year. And then he trades Brandon Wardruff. Oh, he got Arcadi from Danny. <laughs> Danny was trying to toss me Arcadi. Yeah, for he did. He was trying to toss me Arcadi too. I was gonna. I was trying to pick up Urquidy, but the freaking Cardinals wouldn't put. Dude, put I know it's like I, I, I want to keep Framber Valdez, but he's like refusing to get surgery, so now it's just gonna take even longer to put him on. <laughs> yeah, stupid. I, I like Lucian's. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever really do looked at it in depth. I do. I, don't I, don't. I do. Yeah, I think he's got a lot of guys with upside. Like, yeah, I, I can. I can see that actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, like Taiwan Walker probably gonna have you. Pablo, I like Pablo Lopez a lot. Luis Castillo, I love him. This future Yankee. I'm laughing. I'm laughing. Uh, Lazardo was good. I like. I like it a lot. I don't. I don't. Think, I don't think he's gonna beat me. But okay, no. <laughs> John, you returned at a pretty good time. We're moving on to your projection now. So we went through Zach and Jake's like first five weeks. So let's go through yours now. Your schedule is Zach. Lucian, Danny, Pomeranians, Cavalcade. What do you think your record's going to be? So you said Zach, Lucian, Danny. Pomeranians, Oh, I'm going 4-1 in that stretch. I'm not going to be overly confident. I'm going to lose to Danny. You're losing to Danny? Um, I think first week against Zach is going to be close. um, Just because on a normal week, I think my pitching is enough to to drown Zach. But I, I just feel like all... All of these pitchers, their teams are going to be watching their arms and stuff. I feel like they're going to be going like four or five innings. So I think it's going to be close because Zach's mm-hmm. offense is much better than mine. While you weren't here, we also mentioned that you do have a lot of young guys. So you could see a couple guys not being in the major leagues in the first few weeks. That might yeah. make your lineup a little like I think I don't have my team in front of me. But, um, Kelnick, I have a feeling, is going to be a, a late April service time guy. Yeah, that's what um, Jake mentioned. Who else? Might might be the same. You um, got Wander, Wander Franco, Julio. Wander Franco could be the same. Um, Julio, Julio Rodriguez and the three Red Sox guys, I think, are twenty twenty two guys. Yeah, absolutely. My offense just isn't going to be good. Mm-hmm. Isn't going to stack up to like Zach's or Jaden's or, or Danny's. But that's why I picked up guys like Donaldson. Um, I picked up Schwarberty today. I'm not sure if I'm going to keep him or not. But I need guys that like are actually going to hit, yeah. even if they're a little older. So. I think I'm gonna go four and one in that stretch. I think yeah, I'm definitely gonna beat the Pomeranians. If I don't, I'm probably gonna exit the league. Uh, <laughs> Who's the other team? Oh, Cavalcade. Um, That'll be a Cavalcade? tough one, actually. The Cavalcade is really kind of a tough game, man. Like Cavalcade's we don't hear from right him there. because think, he's not in any of our group playoffs. chats or uh, our uh, anything else. Have, yeah, he doesn't but, have Wi-Fi, so. <laughs> 
he straight up was like, yeah, the government shut off my Wi-Fi during quarantine. I'm like, for the whole thing? He's like, yep. What? <laughs> what did you How? do then? He's been counting the stars. Bruh, Montana, that boy, Jerry. Oh, yep. sorry, wrong, wrong empty state. Um, okay, so let's go to mine now. I've got to say, I got a very nice schedule for the first five weeks because I played John week <laughs> six and Danny week seven. So my first five weeks is Jake, Pomeranians, Oof. Cavalcade, Lucian, Zach. So I should go five, you know. That's Four and one, but yeah. Anything less means I Jake, didn't perform Jake, to we're my getting, best we're getting clowned I could Listen, I'm going to let everyone say their things about one, me. One of you two or Cavalcade could certainly surprise me. I just – Zach, Zach has a top win. three offense. We'll see game. what happens, though. I will say that. Yeah, I got to talk. John, before you came before you came back, I was like, "Oh, it's a good time for me to talk." But I said that I think we're both going to say we're going to beat each other. When it, when we're alone, we're going to understand that I'm going to beat you. But you know what I mean? Like at least we're going to put it out in the universe that we both think we'll beat each other. We'll see week one. That's all I'm saying. We will. That's the truth. That it's is the truth. Happen. We will see week one. Yep, we're only we're two weeks away now. Third, about I think April first is opening day. Wow. Yeah, yeah, April first. That's, uh, yeah, that sounds right. Because I was planning on recording the next podcast in ten days, and it's supposed to be like the day before or something. Um, so I think that's basically all I lined out. Um, so for next episode, we're gonna probably we're gonna bring on Danny and uh, Pomeranians, so uh, Sherm, and then we're gonna talk to them about basically the same thing that we talked about with you guys. Then we're also gonna do preseason, like first week. Uh, what do you call it? We're going to look at the week's, first week's matchups and okay. say who we're going to think is going to win. And then from then on, we'll switch to a weekly schedule and we'll just like do an every, like every Tuesday episode thing where we'll talk about the last week's matchups and next week's matchups and stuff like that. So I expect – so basically, we'll hopefully we'll try to get at least one person new on every week from then on. So we'll have a nice rotation of everyone being on the podcast. And then so before we go into the outro, so we don't forget this time – Every, what, what's what's your song? Everyone, give me a song oh, of the week. Email us. Exactly. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I just your your uh, top your top left on song? the Zoom. Your top left uh, on the Zoom. I can go first if you want, but yeah. Now nah, you go first. Okay, mine is uh, John. I'm stealing this one for you. you can say it. Uh, Kiss of Venus by Paul McCartney. I was gonna say that, but I'll think of it. Didn't see the Finsta story. Mm-hmm. Ash did put him on. Who's and who else got this ready and locked and loaded? Yeah, I got one. Yeah, um, okay. Jake, yeah, by Polo G. <laughs> Polo G. <laughs> Big Polo G guy right here. Big Polo G guy. Not what Polo I expected. Polo goaded, bro. It's okay. <laughs> I'm Big Polo G. Jake guy. like a Polo G. Oh, you know, you know, me versus me by Moneybag Yo. Bro, just cannot song, say that I do. Oh, that <laughs> song gets me so hyped. I love it. I have a question. Moneybag Yo. Who's Shiesty? Okay. Pooh Shiesty? That's, that's my dog. Why is his name Pooh? He's like a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're so white. It's Pooh like Winnie. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah, all of us in here. <laughs> yep. Every single Winnie one of us. Imposter is sus. <laughs> New Among Us map comes out like No one plays that anymore. Some Among Us? No one plays that anymore. <laughs> They really missed the boat on that. I didn't even know that still existed. I forgot about it completely. Kind of like Warzone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, John, you Um, got one for us? Leave the Door Open by Bruno Mars and Anderson Pac. That album's going to be the best thing ever. Silk Sonic, baby. The Grammy's performance was great. Shit is angelic. 
they they did do a very good job. I wish they the released that tribute song. It was did great. Also, I can't even lie. It was a good performance at the Grammys. Gosh, we really could play Among Us. I would be it was not so popular. down. <laughs> <if I'm laughs> we could. I would do it. I would, I'd, I'd revive the Discord, baby. Didn't someone like take the Discord and make it for something else? No. I feel like it yeah, yeah, I made a different one. They're using it for something else, but I don't know. But Andre Bartow. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not in that he, like, one. Tried, he was promoting his in the Among Us one. <laughs> okay. Um. So I think we're about ready to move into the outro. We're not going to forget this time. So it sounds because Colby was not a fan of our just yeah. ending it right as we stopped. It was the first time. I don't blame him for. So thank you guys. Yep. Thank you guys for coming on. You guys were all great. I say we. Just we, we definitely at least reached the episode of episode one and we can only we're gonna keep going forward. So thanks for being on here. No, just um, thank you, Kosh. Oh, so you guys set it up. It was really cool. Yeah, this is yeah. awesome. Go Mud Eagles. Um Zach's gonna wa- have to watch out week one. That's okay, what I'm gonna say. That... I just thanked you. You know what? Thank you, Jaden. You did oh, all the work. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks guys. That is episode two of the Dynasty League Pog. Check us out on Spotify and Apple Music. And you might have to listen to an advertisement. Hey. So I want to see how much money I can make off of this, just out of curiosity. Thanks for coming.